What up, what up, what up, my fellow RDs? Welcome to the third season of the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast, Mind Blown. I literally cannot believe we are here. I started this podcast in 2021, and I've since taken some time off and changed the way that this rolls a little bit, but I'm just super stoked that you guys are back and listening, and I've gotten some really good feedback in the interim the first quarter that I took off. So I'm reinvigorated, no longer burnt out from the pod, and I want to give you guys some podcast updates, some life updates, and then we're going to hop into today's episode about 15 questions that you should keep in your back pocket as a dietitian attending in-person networking events. So we'll hop into that in just a sec. But podcast updates. So the first two seasons were pretty heavy on guests. And the first, like my thoughts there were, I really wanted to highlight our fellow dietitians and give them a platform to share their stories and share their journeys. And hopefully you could garner some wisdom from them. However, I looked at the statisticals, the statistics, if you will, on my podcast players, and you guys like the episodes where I talk more than episodes where other dietitians talk, which is really flattering. I really appreciate it. But then that also got me thinking, like, should I change the vibe of the show a little bit? Should it be a little bit more informational? Like, what should I do? So this season is going to be a little bit more of me coming at you in a way that I hope you find helpful. I hope it resonates and I want you guys to have some actionable takeaways with it. I'm probably also going to be sharing a little bit more about what's going on with me because I really like when podcasts do that and this is my podcast so I'm gonna do it. (laughs) Not apologizing for that. Um, But yeah, I'm just super stoked. Also, This is probably going to be far less edited than the last podcasts were. And that's me learning how to like work through the imperfections. I don't like listening to ums and I try really hard not to say um a lot. So that's also going to be my goal for this podcast over the next season. I don't know how many episodes the next season is going to be. I don't know if I'm going to take time off during the summer, um, but I'm really excited to be back at it and back with you guys. So little life updates literally all happened in Q1 since the last time we chatted. I mean, we're not really chatting. I'm looking at a wall and you're not in the room, but I know you hear me on the other end. So let's backtrack. January 10th, 2023. I was sitting at dinner at a Greek restaurant with my husband. Okay, let me go back even further, actually. That morning, my husband texted me. He's like, we need to talk. Mind you, I'm still in bed and I'm like, oh my God, why? Why are you texting me? I don't even know what ungodly hour it is. And he's like, we need to talk. I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. Let me grab some coffee. We can talk. I'm going to be fine. We're going to caffeinate. It's going to be great. And he's like, yeah, there's a chance we might be moving to Australia. Like, is it okay if I say yes to this program? Let me go back even further. My husband's in the Air Force, if you're new here. And prior to all of this, right? Like the last time you heard me, I was still living in Germany and you get this like dream sheet, wish list, if you will. And you like put a couple of bases on there and literally for shits and giggles, we're like, oh, cool. Australia. That would be fun, huh? Yeah. So we put that on the list, not even thinking that that would happen, right? You know, as one does aspirations. So that morning I get the call. I'm like, yeah, babe, sure. Like 
yes, put Australia on the list. That sounds, or like say yes to Australia. It's fine. Go for it. Literally that evening we're sitting, here we go now, fast forward to what I was trying to say earlier. Fast forward to the Greek restaurant. We're sitting I like call my dad. I'm like, hey, like just in case, like, would it be cool if Luna and I could come like live with you guys for a little bit? We might be in transition. David might be going to Australia, like super far fetched. We don't know. Literally, as I'm having that conversation with my dad and sipping on a glass of delicious Greek wine, David steps outside, takes a call with like a colonel in Hawaii and um, we're going to Australia. (laughs) So January 10th, we found out and he has to be there. By April 10th. Isn't that fun? 90 days to move, not just to like a different city, not just to like a different country on the same continent, across the fucking world, guys, across the fucking world in less than 90 days. Do you know how crazy that is? It's really fucking crazy. Just throwing that out there. So fast forward to right now, I am sitting in my childhood bedroom on my bed, recording a podcast in Nevada at my parents' house, where the walls used to be lime green, but were recently painted because apparently that color was obnoxious. I didn't think so as a 14-year-old, but you know, it is what it is. It's 2023, everyone paints their house gray now, so now I'm sitting in a gray room with a candle burning, the windows open and letting some light in on a very windy day. Just trying to set the scene and paint the picture for you, you know. But yeah, this is where I am now, and I'm in the States for at least the next six months. So who knows? The whole season of season three of the Dietitian Collaborative podcast, I may be coming at you from this very exact location. I'll keep you updated. I'll keep you informed. It's going to be great. But yeah, you never know what life is going to throw at you or where you're going to be recording your third season of a podcast, apparently. I thought I was still going to be on my bouncy chair in my lovely office with my heated floors overlooking the Moselle River with a 2,000-year-old bridge out my window, but that is not my life anymore. So I hope you guys are having an amazing day. And that's my life update. (laughs) It's been fun. It's been crazy. It's been real. I think the positive of all of this, though, is like not only do I get to spend time with my parents, I heard the statistic a couple of months back on a YouTube channel that I watch. I think it's the Yes Theory channel. And he ended up moving back from or rather, he ended up moving from LA back to Paris because he heard this statistic and it really resonated with me. But apparently after 18, like after you move out, the average adult only spends like 10 days a year with their parents, which is crazy. And I would say that's probably accurate over the last three years, not only with the pandemic, but having moved to a different continent, like you spend far less time with your family and that sucks. So I'm really fortunate to be able to have this time with my parents. My dog is here and just trying to see the positives of it all. Another positive is that my business has been virtual, like seriously virtual the last three years because of living overseas and now living back in the States for a wee bit, I have the opportunity to do stuff in person, which I am so, so stoked about. If you guys have been listening, we probably have only met virtually, or maybe we've never communicated, but there's something so magical and so different. You just feel the energy light up a room when you're meeting with people in person, especially if you've already vibed virtually. Like Some of my besties are 
my virtual friends and like I've gotten to meet more than a handful in person and it's just been absolutely amazing and they're like literally my besties in real life. So, so stoked to be able to take the Dietitian Collaborative on the road this summer, like Q2 and Q2, Q3. So that's like right now, which is mind-blowing crazy. Taking the RD, nope, taking the Dietitian Collaborative on the road this summer in what I'm calling the Roundtable Rendezvous Tour. And this is an opportunity for me and you to connect in real life, to connect with other dietitians, to network, to hone in on your networking skills in a very low-key, very chill environment, and to also have a mini mastermind, I don't like that word, mini roundtable sesh with other dietitians about your thoughts, your ideas on what collaboration can look like for our field. So if you recall back in December, I was talking a lot about the upcoming, then upcoming, New York City Summit and Social. And that happened back in January. And it was friggin' awesome. I think there was like 20 total people there. So it was like intimate-ish. And the panelists were absolutely amazing. Alyssa Rumsey, Tony Toledo, and Anne Elizabeth Cundiff were chef's kiss. Freaking amazing, as I knew they would be. But it was really interesting to see that, like to see their conversation and then see how the people who attended responded. They wanted their voices heard. They wanted their voices to be part of the conversation. And I loved it. And a lot of the feedback I got was, I wish I could contribute more. And I was like, ding, 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 ding. And mind you, I had already found out at this point that I was moving back to the States. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go on tour and other people's voices are going to be heard. Other people's thoughts are going to be shared. And maybe we can actually start taking the steps to becoming a more collaborative field together all around the states so hence the roundtable rendezvous over the course of q2 and q3 i'm traveling to 10 11 11 different cities hosting 17 events intimate events for you my fellow dietitian and nutrition professionals because i'm not trying to discriminate right like we need to keep an open mind in our field and that's one of the first steps to doing it which is really exciting i I'm just so stoked to have people together in a space. Like I said before, it's a low-key network. There's 10 people max at each of these events so that we can split up into groups of five and have legitimate talks, discussions, roundtables, if you will, about what collaboration can look like going forward in our field, how we can take the steps to do that within our little scope, and how we can encourage other people to do that as well, right? Like small steps to making huge impact, and you can be a part of it. And that's beautiful. So we're starting out later this month, or we, I, us, you, all of, all of us <laughs> are starting out um, the first round of the Rendezvous series, the Rendezvous tour, if you will, in Austin, Texas on the 22nd and 23rd of April. Um, they're each four hour events, so it's not like you have to come both days, but it's a four hour event in a really chill brewery because that's my vibe and I hope it is I hope it's yours as well. Very like low key, like you could wear jeans and a t-shirt if you want, or you can get dressed up and fancy. I'm not telling you what to wear, but I'm just saying like super low key. We'll have some delicious snacky poos that I'll snag. You can sip on your favorite brew or whatever other type of hard beverage or soft beverage they have at the, at the brewery. And then you get to network with at least nine other dietitians, 10 technically, if you're including me again, very intimate. And I'm, 
And then we get to have a discussion in that roundtable setting. And then we get to break away from that roundtable setting and intermingle again and network some more. I think it's going to be a really fun, different experience. And I hope that what you come away with from an experience like this is amazing networking, like people that you've networked with. What is that word? Amazing words, guys. See, I'm not editing this and you were just getting raw and it's rough. Uh, people, acquaintances, referral partners, potential collaborative partners, all of those words. I hope that you come away with that from these events. And then you get to build upon those relationships as well over time. Some people might be from Austin as well, if you are in the Austin area. Some people may be from other areas in Texas. Or I purposefully planned this event on the tail end of the WIND conference because I wanted to go to WIND and it was a little bit selfish, but also just to stay in Austin like another day or two or three, lol. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the vibe of this event. So if you happen to be going to WIND, awesome. Tack this on to the tail end of your trip and either come on Saturday or Sunday to one of these events at the breweries and all of that information will be linked down below so that you can easily access it. It's also very easily accessible on my website, the Dietitian Collaborative. And then if you click on events, it's right there. So there's a silver lining, I think, in everything, right? Like I wasn't super stoked to leave Germany. I wasn't super stoked to come back to the States. I really loved it there. And I'm less in love with the States the longer I've been away. But there are positives to the things that happen in our lives, right? You can't just see the doom and gloom in it all. So the positives that are coming out of this is that I get to meet amazing dietitians in person and I would love to meet you as well. So if you want to come to one of these events, the Austin one is coming up at the end of the month and I have another one in Vegas. I will also be in Denver, Chicago, New York, Philly, Providence, Rhode Island, Charlotte, Miami, and LA later this year as well. Oh, and Toronto. That's Canada, obviously. So yeah, any of those locations, I would love, 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 love to meet you in real life. So you're probably being like, okay, cool. I don't really like networking events, but I really want to meet you in real life. Cool, cool, cool. I also don't really like networking events. I learned this word the other day and I think it's called am amnivert. And I always referred to myself as a selective extrovert and apparently that's basically what an amnivert means it's like you want to be social sometimes but like not all the time so if you fall into that category whether you are an introvert an amnivert or even if you're hella out there and you're like i am a social butterfly and i need to meet all of the people all of the time then listen to these questions because i feel like these questions are just super helpful to have in your back pocket especially when a conversation just kind of like peters off or if you're trying to break into a conversation not like break in break in but like you know start conversation <laughs> i feel like these questions are super helpful technically yes these are 15 icebreaker questions that are designed for introverted or amnivert dietitians to start conversations at networking events but really it's applicable to anyone so buckle in hold on to your seatbelts. Seatbelts? I don't know why you'd be holding on to your seatbelts. Hold on to your, hold on to something. Hold on to something around you and be safe. There you go. And uh, yeah, we're going to hop into these questions. I'm going to go through them. 
1 through 15 and then give you a little bit of a descriptor based on my thoughts around this question, how you could potentially use this question, if there are any follow-up questions, if it's a level one or level two question, because you know that's important as well. So let's do it. Dive in. Numero uno. What do you do? Yes. As a dietitian, this may sound a little bit redundant, seeing as you're probably at a networking event with other dietitians. However, in recent years, as you probably know, so many of our colleagues have broken out into so many really cool and vastly different niches that there is some validity left to this question. So add it to your arsenal. Number two, how's it going? Perhaps you really don't want to talk about business at an event. All good. Start with a casual, hey, how's it going? Or maybe even more casual, hey, how's it going? This can open up a wider array of conversation from how's the event going to how is life going to possibly even how is work going? It's really important to note that with this question, you'll likely need a strong follow-up in case they give you a generic, everything's great response. You'll need to have something backed up. Number three, what brings you here? Back to focusing on why you or they are at this event. Perhaps it's the delicious food that they're serving at the event or the prospect of meeting a new collaborative partner. By asking this question, you'll get a better understanding of the person that you're chatting with, opening up the possibility of learning about similarities. This is a great question two or three, which makes the conversation flow so much more easily. Number four. Are you working on any interesting projects? This is a great question three or four, after you've learned about their name, their profession, and maybe one other question that can lead into a question like this. Engaging and learning more about what the person is interested in opens up opportunities to determine similarities, differences, and areas of overlap that could potentially become collaborative opportunities, if that's your vibe. Number five, do you know anyone else here? This is a fun one because the way they answer can take this in two completely different ways. One, you can continue to connect and this can become your wing person at the event, which is a huge win. Or two, this person knows at least one other person at the event and can introduce you, which is also a huge win. Bonus, if they're also flying solo and you wanna continue networking slash asking them to be your wing person for the event, follow these steps. One, Continue talking one-to-one for a few minutes before you pop the question so that you don't seem too eager to move on, but also so that you learn more about them and can reciprocally be a good wing person. Two, a good follow-up question would be, I'd love to continue getting to know others at the event as well. Would you like to come and we can introduce ourselves to those people over there? See, you can be a good wing person too. Six, What brought you into the field of nutrition and or dietetics? As dietitians, there is often a common thread as to why we got into the field. To help others. But everyone has their own journey and their own story to share. And if you don't know that already, go back and listen to seasons one and two of this podcast and you'll hear so many different stories and so many different journeys as to how dietitians got to where they are. So this can be a really great question to learn more about your fellow dietitian and his or her journey. Perhaps your stories are similar, perhaps not, but this non-directly work-related question should help you spark the deeper conversation. Seven, I'm taking a poll, cake or pie? So this is just an example of a poll question that you can use to break the ice. 
Imagine it now, going up to a random person at an event in New York and saying, I'm taking a poll. Yankees or Mets? You'll get a pretty strong answer either way, and it'll provide you an ease into the conversation, especially if you have something in common. On the flip side, if you don't agree about your answers, you'll at least gain some insight into that person and you can follow up with, well, tell me more about that or why you feel that way. Number eight, are you from this city? Where are you from? It's always important to have non-work questions easily accessible in your question bank. Getting to know where someone is from can easily open up a wide variety of questions about them, about food, about culture, and travel. Whip this question out when you're done talking about what CRM is the best and you want to geek out about food or travel. Nine, what kinds of connections are you looking to make? Okay, so this is really like a level two question. It requires you to know at least a handful of people at the networking event or at least a handful of people in the field of dietetics. With this question, you're basically asking, what can I do for you? Who can I connect you with? And ideally, you know a few people that you'll be able to connect them to. This shows that you're not only attending the networking event to meet people for your own benefit, but also that you want to help others connect. 10. What's the one thing that excites you about your job? This is totally a question two or three after you've learned the person's name and job. Ideally, you would ask this if you're genuinely interested in the work that they're doing because this question is going to reveal so much about them and you want to ensure that your response and reaction will match their excitement. 11. What is your fav- What's your favorite podcast? This is also a very telling question. Some people may prefer business podcasts, whereas others listen to podcasts to wind down, learn more about a hobby, or may reveal that they're a true crime junkie. P.S. I am a true crime junkie and spooky story junkie. If you don't listen to podcasts, readjust this question to meet your likes. Perhaps, have you read any good books lately? 12. What is the best piece of career advice you've ever received? This question allows you to dig a bit deeper, getting to know this person and what has molded them into the dietitian entrepreneur that they are. Great follow-up questions to this question are, when did you receive that advice? Who gave you that advice? Do you feel like it's been fundamental in shaping who you are? 13. What is something you wish you would have known when you first started out as a dietitian? This is another fun one. As we grow as dietitians, entrepreneurs, and in life, we learn so much from our mistakes and from the decisions that we've made. This question can spark an entire conversation about what we wish we could tell our younger selves and maybe can lead into a different conversation about how seasoned dietitians can impart change for the new generation. 14. What's your favorite hobby that doesn't make you money? It's nice to take the pressure off of work chat, and this is a great question to do just that. Maybe you'll have something in common, or perhaps you'll learn something new. 15. What meal or food brings back a favorite memory for you? Most dietitians are foodies. Okay, well, at least the ones I hang out with are. This question can bring up such fun conversation about cultures, food, and cooking. It can open up opportunities for you to learn more about all of these things as well. So, my fellow dietitian, are you feeling less nervous about your upcoming networking events now? I hope so. You have a solid 15 questions with a couple of bonuses in there to allow you to confidently strike up a conversation with any stranger at a networking event or to keep conversation flowing at a networking event. I suggest that you give these a try at one of the upcoming Roundtable Rendezvous events coming to a city 
near you. And until next week, my fellow RD. Ciao.